listeners, welcome back to another bite-sized episode of the Backlog Breakdown. Um, now, this evening, I'm recording this in the nighttime. Um, I'm not. I'm probably not going to be as energetic as I usually am. Um, not because. Well, I've been feeling a little funky today, but regardless, um, it just it has to do with my current situation. Got some sick kids. Got one sleeping, probably like 15 feet away from me. So I'm going to try and be quiet. Not get all riled up like I usually do, you know, with the Shin Megami Tenseis and things like that. Um, so it's a little more quiet. I apologize. We, I've got the window open, so you might hear some stuff going on outside. You might hear our uh, washer washing up um, bedding that has been vomited upon. Um, th- so I, I just apologize. There's stuff you might hear that you might not like. Um but I've got another topic that you might not like, and that is, as you've seen from the episode, it is hashtag Gutbusters 2022. Um, shout out to, uh, I believe it was Mr. Wesley Ray who came up with that fantastic title uh, for basically our, um, well, it, it is, it's gut busting, right? So it is breaking down your, your waistline. I guess something like that. Maybe I should have thought of a better tagline before we even started. Um, but that's what I am here to talk to you guys about today. Uh, you know, our podcast backlog breakdown, or a podcast about video games and stewardship. And we've talked about health in the past. You know, um, Nate had just mentioned how on on previous episodes when we first started, he he was the one who was pretty instrumental in getting me into my lifting routine, which has been you know up and down over the past few years. That's you know just to be honest. But um, he, yeah, he was the one who who showed me the strong lifts five by fives and got me kind of my foot in the door for that uh, for exercise. So um, here we are, and then that's what I'm going to be. Uh, talking about here uh, this evening because you know when you think about it the the world at large the stereotype of gamers they're not usually the most healthy people in the world right you got your Mountain Dew and your Doritos and and you're shooting people in Call of Duty right that's that's a stereotype of us gamers Um, but as Christians we want to be good stewards of what we have and one of the things that we're uh, called to take care of because of that is our bodies. Um, so we want to be healthy as a way to worship the Lord. Of course, everyone, you know, you can take that too far. It can become an idol. Yeah, okay. I'd say in America right now, it's not very much of an idol. When we have like a 60% obesity rate or overweight, I think it's overweight, 60%. Obesity, I think is 40, something like that. Still, horrendous numbers. Uh, now, I will say, praise God that we have been given um, an abundance of food that, that, you know, it's not starvation. So that's good. Um, but I think we are much more self-indulgent than we would like to admit, myself included. I've got some poundage here in the um, in the midsection that I need to, uh, that I need to start to whiling away at. And so that's what um, I'm going to be doing here this year, and that is what I wanted to talk to you guys about. For me personally, um, I have never really been into fitness. I did karate for years and years when I was younger, and so I, I had a good, you know, like fitness routine because of that. Um, all of the the cardio, you know, that they had you do just in order to to participate in that. Um, and and I've always been just like a skinny kid. 
Like this, yeah, this is just who I've been. Um, but as I've gotten older, of course, you know, more responsibilities, more tugs and pulls at my time. Um, I haven't been as healthy as I would like to. That's kind of an understatement. Um, but it was when I turned 30 was when I decided that, you know what, health is actually like, like my physical health, I need to start prioritizing because I'm not I, I'm not only responsible for myself, right? As of today, I have three children as well, a wife and three children. And um, if if I want to worship God with what he's given me with my body and I want to be a good steward and I want to be able to provide for my family and that includes being healthy, you know, however, however you, you know, that can, that can mean all kinds of different things. I just mean I don't want to die prematurely because of the way that I don't take care of myself at the end of the day. That's that's kind of the baseline. And so when I turned 30, I got more into exercising and more a more regular kind of exercise routine. Frankly, it's waxed and waned since then. Um, it's It's definitely, you know, like I would say, my early 30s, I've been more healthy than I was in my late 20s, by and large. But it has gone up and down uh, for various reasons. I've just fallen off the wagon. And this is my attempt here in 2022 to try and be healthy again. So I wanted to lay out kind of the things that I've decided for myself and the way that I'm going to pursue that. And uh, you know, if you'd like to join us, we actually have a Discord channel on our Discord that is hashtag uh, gutbusters, where we can discuss these things, what we're doing, maybe hold each other accountable, you know, something like that. Um, it was started last year, and for the first like quarter of last year, I did well. You know, I was I was keeping up with it. I was losing some uh, some a few pounds. I lost a few pounds. Again, I'm a small guy. I don't have that much to lose. Like relative, you know, I'm not looking to lose a hundred pounds. I'm looking to lose fifteen, twenty. 25 would be amazing, but that, that would get me down to like, well, no, I think 30 pounds would get me down to my high school weight, you know, skinny kid. Um, but that's, yeah, that's a lot. I'm not even convinced that that's even what I'm shooting for at this point. But I just know that I'm not taking care of myself as I ought to, you know, I got Got my nice little jiggly gut. Um, what is it? What um, In scrubs, they say something. Uh, he uses a term that I say to myself all the time, and I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. So there's no reason for me to even have mentioned it, but here we are. <laughs> um, so last year, yeah, first quarter, I was doing good. I think I was down like five pounds. And if I remember correctly, I ended up like getting sick or something like that. And I just kind of fell off the wagon, stopped caring, and stopped at, at the time i believe i was intermittent fasting was one of the big ways that i wanted to keep off the pounds and uh stopped doing that and i gained all the weight back <laughs> so it was uh by and large a failure you know it was good for those few months but after that i reverted back to just kind of eating whatever i want and, and getting a little uh, a little more fluffy a little more uh you know jiggly around the, the, the center area of my body. Um, so if you're, I, I know this is, this may sound pedantic. I'm not trying to talk down to anyone. It's just because I didn't know these things. It wasn't a big deal to me until again, the past few years. But when it comes to managing your weight, um, 
I would say the Pareto principle is in full effect, um, which the Pareto principle is basically just that the the 20% most important things that you do cause 80% of the change. And in the case of managing your weight, I'd say it's about 80% your diet, what you're eating, and then 20% is exercise. Um, Yeah, I've, I've heard it said you can't exercise your way out of a bad diet. And you can argue, maybe you can't. Okay, if you're doing like hours of cardio a day and even still like not going absolutely insane with your eating, because I'd imagine I would be like super freaking hungry if that was the case. Um, but anyways, you can you can argue, but by and large, I mean, it's really hard to to exercise away like I don't know, first thing that comes to mind, uh, like a pint of ice cream. You know, it's it, it's difficult. I'm not saying you can't have a pint of ice cream. I'm just saying you have to you have to track that. You have to make other concessions if you want to do that. So, anyways, Pareto principle in full effect. Really, when you're managing your weight, most of it is about your diet. Some of it is about your exercise because you do want to still say stay fit. You don't want to lose muscle. You don't want to lose strength um, when you're trying to shed the pounds because then it's kind of counterproductive. Um, slightly. So anyways, um, another maxim we like to say, we've heard it a couple different places, uh, but we've said it on the podcast numerous times, what gets measured gets managed. And this comes in full effect with what you put into your body, uh, aka what you eat throughout the day, um, aka calorie counting. I don't like doing this. I don't enjoy it. Um, I, I I would rather kind of just be more off the cuff and oh, especially with with three young kids, man. You know, they don't finish their plate. Okay, I'll just munch the rest of that. And that's that's difficult to account for with calorie counting. Um, but if you're serious, like if you really want to to do this, then I would say it's almost a, a necessity. For me, for what I'm doing this year, it is a necessity. So I actually have a food scale that I've purchased. It's pretty cheap on Amazon, relatively cheap. Um, and so I am weighing out my food by the gram in order to determine the calories. You know, I'm getting kind of serious about it um, because I, I decided that, yeah, this is something that I want to pursue. I want to be healthy. I want to lose some pounds. And um, and the, again, I want to be strong. You know, I, I don't want to lose muscle. <laughs> so um I'm going to be kind of serious about it for the next while, while I'm trying to shed the pounds, then maybe I'll ease up later on. Um, so what I use, I use an app on my phone. I have an Android phone. It's called Chronometer. Um, I know my fitness pal is really uh, popular, which is great. Chronometer has an app as well as a website. It's free. There is some like paid stuff that you can do. I haven't felt the need to do that in the couple of weeks here that I've decided yeah, I guess I didn't say that. I've only been doing this for the past like two weeks. Um, but even then, I've seen a little bit of change, which is great. That's It's always motivating to see that, right? Uh, but chronometer is great. You can make your own recipes, which is fantastic. So like if, if I'm cooking for my family, I can just put all the ingredients in, weigh them out, make the entire thing, and then weigh out my portion so that I can get calories just for that. Um so previously, some of the things that I've done, uh, that I've decided that I wanted to do, that again I kind of fell off the wagon for, is exercising immediately when I wake up. 
that's a part of what I'm I'm trying to do this time around too. Um, but I found that I would just get lazy, you know, or if I stayed up too late, then uh, yeah, I would sleep through the time that I had set aside for exercising and things like that. So I, I fell off the wagon there. And then um, the other thing that I mentioned already is intermittent fasting. I think it's a great way to cut calories if you like basically just cut a meal, right? If you have a window of time, like 16 hours where you're not going to eat, then yeah, it's a lot easier to hit your calorie goals. Um, but what I've found personally, my problem with intermittent fasting is that when I do that, I tend to eat more during the meals that I do have, which is not a problem if you're intermittent fasting. It is a problem if you fall off the wagon because <laughs> then that breakfast that you do have is going to be a little bit bigger. The lunch is going to be a little bit bigger then the dinner is going to be bigger. So I'd rather not this, – this time around with, with what I'm doing right now, I'd rather st steer away from that and still do my normal three meals and include a snack as well. Um, and I'll get to kind of what I'm doing uh, later on. But intermittent fasting – while I do think it is a good uh, way to help meet your calorie goals, personally, I'm not using it as a part of what I'm doing right now um, because of that, because I just tend to make bigger meals when that happens. Um, so and another thing that I found is that, you know, if I said, okay, I'm going to exercise when I wake up in the morning, well, now my young children are waking up earlier. <laughs> so they're waking up like 15 minutes after I wake up and they need help doing things around the house. And so I'm, I kind of get knocked off from my exercise routine because of that as well. So what that's taught me is that if I'm going to do this, if I'm going to prioritize it, then I'm going to need to wake up even earlier and set a plan in place that I'm going to wake up before my children, which means, yeah, considerably earlier than I did before. Uh, it also means going to bed earlier, so <laughs> which is kind of crazy, you know, around like 10 o'clock-ish trying to go to bed then. Um, again, that's, that's, that's pretty early for me. Uh, but if I really want this, like if I prioritize this, then I have to to rethink the way that I am going to achieve these goals. Um, and honestly, that's part of why I decided that this was going to be a priority for right now for this time in my life is I was trying to plan out my days. Like how do I want, so what are my priorities? How am I going to fit them in every day? Um, part of this was because of my, my, uh, the role, um, that changed at the church, um, my job changed while I'm still at the church. Um, and it was a discussion with the the pastor that I'm working with. And, and he was like, you know, what do you want? How, like basically plan out your days here at work. And so in order to do some of these things, I also have to plan around, you know, how am I going to get to work on time? If I want to go to go into work earlier um, because I don't have to be there later. Okay. Well, that means I'm going to have to wake up early. Okay. What do I want to get done in the morning before I get to work? And so cutting out carving out time to do those things. I want to exercise. I want to be, um, make sure that I make my meals, prepare my meals for the day in the morning. And I want to spend some time in prayer, in worship, in studying the Bible, being with God every day. And so I need to carve out the time in order to do that. So, um, that's, that's where this stemmed from is planning out my days and evaluating my priorities.
So um, we can jump into to kind of what I am doing right now. Um, my new game plan, again, I've been doing this for about two weeks and it's worked for me. I totally recognize that right now I have the motivation for it. Um, but as someone who enjoys video games, I'm kind of gamifying it. You know, I'm, I'm challenging myself to do this and to do this for the foreseeable future until I hit my weight goal and then maybe letting up a little bit. Um, so what I'm doing right now, the game plan that I'm on, it is called the anabolic diet. If you look around online, this sounds kind of weird, but like it's, it's actually, it's actually trying to be very simple. So you're not having to, to track it to, you know, it's, it's not something insane like keto. It's not, you know, the one meal a day thing. Um, it's not even counting your macros. Now I, I started and I, I wanted to see if I could start counting my macros that got difficult because I found you really have to dial in what you're eating and your meals throughout the day in order to hit all those macro goals. I found that I eat a lot more fat than I do carbs when I when I start paying attention, you know, and not just eating the cheese puffs off my kids' plates. Um, anyways, so so I tried that for like a few days, but then as I researched more, I'm moving over to this anabolic diet. Okay, so what is the anabolic diet? It's two things. Okay. First thing is to uh, is the first goal is to be at a calorie deficit. So if you go online and you calculate how many calories your body uh, expends in a day, just being alive, <laughs> just going throughout your day, um, you can find calculators online to to figure this out. It's not the most accurate, but at least you have a guideline. And then being at a calorie deficit. So for me. If I'm burning 2,300 calories a day, I want to be at a 500 calorie deficit. So my goal then would be to eat 1,800 calories a day. There we go. So that I'm at a 500 calorie deficit. It is significant enough that I will see myself losing weight. You know, that's I, I believe that's about a pound, a pound a week. It's either a pound or half. No, yeah, it's a pound a week because five times seven is 3,500. 3,500 calories is a pound. Um, so yeah, I should be losing about a pound a week if I hit my goal every day uh, of that 500 calorie deficit. If I go under, it'll be easier. Um, also, it, it helps to to kind of plan out or at least think of it in the long term. It's not necessarily every single day. So if you have a bigger deficit one day, then maybe you can eat more another day. You can plan for nights out when you're planning to eat more. You know, Easter, I ate over my uh, over my limit, but that's because the few days previous, I kind of accounted for that and, and ate less. Um, so anyways, th that's all the, that's all the, the, I'm getting into the weeds. Anabolic diet one is being at a calorie deficit for me, that's 500 calories, uh, a deficit every day, because again, I don't want to lose muscle. I don't want to go too hardcore into, you know, a thousand calories a day because then my body will start eating the muscle instead of the fat. Um, and so I don't want to do that. I'm fine with losing slowly because I want this to be a change that's more sustainable for me until I can meet my goal. So first one is counting calories, be it a uh, 500 calorie deficit. The second part of the anabolic diet is to eat a lot of protein. <laughs> Make sure you eat protein. Generally, the goal is about one gram of protein a day per pound of your body weight. So for me, starting off at about 165 pounds, 
It's about 165 grams of protein a day. That's a lot. Um, now there are ways that obviously you can you can get that protein powder. You know, that's an easy way to do it. Greek yogurt is something I've been eating a lot of because it's mostly just protein. Um, so there are ways. Once you start tracking these things, once you start looking at meals that have a lot of protein, it's not that difficult. Lucky for me. I like chicken breasts and broccoli. <laughs> so those are nice low calorie meals um, that have, you know, a good amount of protein in it. So um, anyways, anabolic diet, I like it because it's simple. It's just those two things, calorie deficit, lots of protein, and make sure you're hitting those goals. And if you're hitting those goals, then you, you're, then it's sustainable. Um, uh, also on top of that, you know, I said 80%, it's probably your diet. 20% is probably your exercise. So it, that includes an exercise routine. Like I said, it means waking up earlier. Right now, my goal is to wake up at 5 a.m. every day. <laughs> so going to bed, like I said, 10 o'clock is a hard stop. Go to bed so that you can wake up at 5. I don't always do that. Sometimes I mess it up. But that's my goal, and that's what I'm working towards. Um, then when I wake up, do 30 minutes of cardio on the elliptical. Luckily, I like to play the switch on the elliptical. It's pretty nice. Then either um, do my strong lifts routine out in the garage or play some ring fit adventure just to get, get some more calorie burning in there to build strength so that my body isn't eating away at, the, at those muscles. Um, and uh, cardio helps because that burns a lot of calories, which is nice because then if you're counting those things, which I do because I've got a nice little smartwatch that will sync with chronometer, and then you can eat more throughout the day. Uh, to hit your 500 calorie deficit, you don't have to bank it. Like I said, it's not healthy to 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 get a, to be at a deficit of like 1500 calories. That's not what I'm shooting for. Um, but if I, you know, if I've burned an extra 200 calories in the morning, well, then that means I can eat another 200 calories of food, which is really nice. It helps as I'm getting used to counting calories again and making sure that I hit that calorie deficit. So those are my plans. Um, that's, that's basically all that it is. I have found over the past two weeks some tips here that I'm just going to throw out that have really helped me. So the first is uh, zero-calorie soda, so like diet sodas. I'm not a huge soda person, but when I can have a soda and know that you – know, because generally sweet things are going to be higher in calories um, – so if I want like a little fix of something sweet, I can have a diet soda and it's zero calories. So that is pretty nice to 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 stave off those cravings. Um, and so artificial sweeteners in general are really helpful when you're trying to cut calories. Um, you know, th I thought that they were kind of, I don't know, at first it kind of freaked me out, the idea of artificial sweeteners. But the more that I've like, looked around online and people talking about it, uh, the more that I realized that they don't, they're not as bad for you as the stigma, kind of the general stigma uh, says. Um, some of that is based on junk science uh, by lobbyists. Mm. Um, so it's not, they're really not that bad for you and they help a lot when you're trying to hit calorie goals. Um, another tip that that I have enjoyed a lot is egg whites. I know it's kind of weird, but it actually uh, helps a lot if you take out the yolk of an egg. Then you can get low calories and still have an egg 
you know, the, the texture of an egg. So I'm eating like a nice big omelet in the morning with egg whites. They do cost a little bit more than eggs. So eh, there's that. Um, but I can do that, you know, add salt, add my Cholula, whatever. And, um, and it has a lot of protein in it and it still tastes really good. And actually, you know, a huge plate, a huge like omelet plate is not that many calories if you're actually counting it. So most mornings I'll make myself um, an omelet with all kinds of vegetables in it. So onion and sweet potato and bell pepper and mushrooms and green onion as well and throw in spinach and you throw that all together and you know, your breakfast is like 400, 450 calories. And it's huge for me. Again, I recognize I'm a small guy. Um, your calorie needs are going to be a little bit different. So you know, however that works. Um, so egg whites have been really good. And then on top of that, just if this is something that interests you, just search for anabolic recipes on, uh, you know, just Google it. I have gone to YouTube a lot and there are tons of great recipes. So like anabolic pizza or French toast or boneless wings. I found a recipe for an anabolic peanut butter shake. That is fantastic. It, it, I'd say fantastic for, for what I'm doing, trying to cut calories. It tastes really good. Um, so it's, it's being more mindful of the amount of calories in the stuff that you eat and being willing to change your recipes to more low calorie versions in order to hit your calorie goals. And I'll just be honest. Yes, it is going to be more expensive and yes, it does not taste as good as the normal stuff. That's just something you're going to have to live with if this is a priority. Um, if it can taste 75% as good as the real thing, then awesome. And if I can eat, you know, twice as much, three times as much, um, if volume for the same amount of calories, like that is a huge win for me because I love to eat <laughs> as, as seen by my midsection. Um, so th those are just some of the things that have really helped me. Like I said, right now I'm cutting to, to lose weight. I'm trying to still retain the muscle and I have seen results over the past two weeks. Although I fully admit, you know, as soon as you make a change, um, you start exercising more, you start, um, being more mindful of your calories, like your body reacts pretty, um, uh, pretty intensely for the first couple weeks. So I recognize the gains that I've made, i.e. I the, the lower <laughs> weight, losing that weight um, is probably part of that. You know, it's not going to continue to lose like it has as quickly. Um, but again, hey, that one pound a week is what my goal is at. And if I can do that, then over the course of the next four or five months, I'll hit that goal. And then from there, I'll readjust my calories to where I'm eating more towards that maintenance or I'll reevaluate, hey, do I want to try and keep this going, lose a little bit more weight, continuing to stay strong? Um, or do I just want to start eating more or start letting up on the these fat-free options, right? The, instead of the fat-free cheese, go for real cheese. Um, instead of the, you know, the no sugar added uh, syrup that's only five calories for two teaspoons. Um, then I'll go for the regular, you know, th things like that where you can make more concessions. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Like I said, I'm trying to lose 15 pounds, so it's going to be a few months. Um, and then I'll reevaluate from there, see where I am. I, I, you know, I know it's cliche, but I do feel good over the past two weeks. 
it's felt good to be able to lose to lose some weight. Um, it's felt good. I've I've felt less like groggy throughout the day, but the tiredness that I do feel, because like I said, I'm le- I'm eating a lot less carbs. Um, the tiredness that I do feel is more like my muscles are like it's harder to move my muscles because you know it feels like I'm I have weights on my arms or something like my muscle it's like muscle fatigue it's not like a grogginess or a a a malaise or something like it used to be you know midway through the day so so it's been nice it's been nice hopefully it's not just motivation if you guys want some motivation, like I said, join the Discord. We can discuss more about it there. This has been way longer than I expected it to be, um, but I guess that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of just my mo. That's just the backlog breakdown for you. Hopefully, this was bite sized. Hopefully, you keep your meals bite sized. No, that's not true. Um, eat a big meal. Just make sure it's low in calories. That's what I'm doing, and it's helped me a lot. So, till next time, loggers. Keep breaking down your backlogs. Keep busting your guts. That's weird. Uh, Keep on gut busting. And uh, see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Backlog Breakdown. If you want to join in the conversation, you can email us at thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com or join our Facebook group, The Backlog Book Club, on Facebook. And on Twitter, our handle is at BBDownCast. Of course, you can also catch Nate and I on our social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and the GG app. I go by Broccolope, that's spelled B-R-O-C-C-O-L-O-P-E, and Nate goes by Nate underscore McKeever. Till next time, loggers, you keep beating down those backlogs, and we'll keep breaking down the benefits. When there's something strange in the neighborhood, who you gonna call?